Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at nortonsimon.org. Support for Alaist comes from Visual Communications, presenting VC Film Fest, celebrating 40 years of Asian and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander filmmaking, with over 200 films May 1st through 10th. Info at festival.vcmedia.org. Alaist Studios. The marigold is so important. The scent is so powerful. The flower is used for many reasons. When you're trying to have your offerings to your loved ones, it's really used to keep the ofrenda bright, easy to find, guided by the scents, but also smell and look beautiful and feel protected. And I see plants as little sculptures. They not only look beautiful, but they can give you encouragement, they can motivate you. To me, that was something so magical that even though plants were meant to be outside, nature still let us grow these little beautiful creatures indoors. This is How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. Dia de los Muertos is coming up. I'm sure you've seen a lot of displays, sugar skulls, and flowers all over the city. It's become pretty popular recently across the country, but for many Angelinos, Day of the Dead holds special importance and meaning. It's a time for honoring ancestors and remembering loved ones who have died, including pets. But it's also about reminding people that death is just a fact of life. It's nothing to be afraid of, it just is, and can even be celebrated. We got into some of this in last Friday's episode, when we sampled some of the treats made for the holiday, but today, we're talking about the flowers, the bright orange simpansuchil, or marigolds, that adorn the altares, set up with the offerings for the dead. It is said that the flowers' color and the scent help attract the spirits. They also, as you'll learn in this episode, serve a pretty good practical purpose, bug repellent. Today, we're at a Boyle Heights flower shop, Latinx with plants. Ready? Are you plant daddy? Plant daddy, plant poppy. <laughs> we're here to speak with the owner of the shop. Hi, welcome in. <laughs> That's Andy Soch. We're here in the front of my shop in Boyle Heights. As you can tell, it's a very busy, kind of beautifully chaotic area in Los Angeles. Predominantly Latino, Latinx, Chicano neighbors. She's going to help us understand why this vibrant orange flower holds such significance in Latino culture and for the special holiday. Our rack right here is filled with a bunch of herbs, plants, flowers that really signify and represent our culture. Everything from aloe vera, sempasuchi, lemongrass, cacti, succulents. Andy started this business sort of by accident on Instagram during the pandemic. 
As we walk in, you'll be greeted with our beautiful mural dedicated to Tonanzi, also known as the Virgin Mary. You know, our ancestors believed that Tonanzi was the mother of everything, especially Earth, and I always want to honor that. Whether it's your religion or not, there's something very serene about her. She sold plants from her home by appointment. At first, it was to help support her dad who was struggling with an illness. But in only four months, she was busy enough to open her own brick and mortar shop. All types of exotic, tropical, common, yet also hard to find plants. We do carry, you know, your typical pothos, snake plants, ferns, but we also like to bring little gems like these fetonas. I've never seen these before, and so when I saw them, I got so excited and spent my last dollar on them. <laughs> this beautiful location here on Cesar Chavez Boulevard holds a special place in her heart. I love that we're able to kind of mesh cultures. The spirit of Vasquache is very much alive here. In other words, a very DIY aesthetic, but adopted by the Chicanos and the art Chicano movement, kind of making do with what you have. She says opening the shop specifically here on this street was a way to connect with her culture. I love that about our community. It doesn't matter if you don't have funds for it, we'll find a way. We'll Mickey Mouse it is another way of saying, like, we'll fake it till we make it. Walking down the street of Cesar Chavez, you feel the Latino culture that's specific to LA. That feeling of mi gente. Eateries highlighting specific regions in Latin America, banda music or hip hop blasting from cars, and the foot traffic with the señoras selling goods on the sidewalk. I was born in Mexico City, but raised in Los Angeles. I was confronted with identity issues. I think a lot of folks around my age were to not embrace their culture. So now that I'm you know, an adult, I wholeheartedly feel that my culture is so unique and it's one of the main reasons why it's grown so fast because embracing and being authentic about who I am makes other folks relate to me, I think. My dad was a taquero, my parents were street vendors, so when I was confronted about doing a business, I felt nervous about it, but I felt like, why not? Latinx with plants embodies that beautiful, vibrant, and very Latino feeling. I am made up of so many cultures, you know, the American culture, Chicano culture, and Mexican culture. It's filled with gorgeous, unique plants, many of them native to Mexico. I do recognize that I have indigenous roots. I embrace the indigenous part through the plants, through indigenous understanding. And, of course, this time of year, she's got tons of marigolds. Can you take me to the first time you interacted with marigolds or senbatsuchi? Tell me about your relationship with the flower. My relationship with the flower really began when I knew what Dia de los Muertos was about. Probably right before I became a teen, I think, when I was still like a little girl. Learning these traditions from my mom. Uh, we never did an extravagant one, but we always would do something at least small. And knowing that this was specific to the culture and learning things about my culture and embracing that it just made me so much prouder and ashamed that I was ever ashamed of being brown or Latina or Mexican, especially because it does originate from Mexico. 
so having that connection with the flower whether it's because i personally love orange as you can tell my shop is filled with hues of orange the orange to me represents warmth and the sun which is very much needed for our growth for our growth and for the plants growth this fact that it smells delicious i've learned how to infuse it in alcohols i can't remember what alcohol we use i don't know if it was mezcal or rum we used it for natural dyes now i'm building coronas and that's a really unique way for my business to bring in you know funds to keep the space open i've been doing day of the dead crowns and i make them unique to everyone i use dry and fresh flowers but the marigold specifically dries so beautifully i think if you put it in a nice dark dry space it'll retain its color for years so it's really special this flower is really unique I love the fact that I can use this time as an excuse to fill up the shop with with Sempasuchi. Another reason why the marigold is so important is the scent of it. I think the scent is so powerful and it's used on altars. I personally think the flower is used for many reasons other than it lasts a while. It keeps the bugs away when you're trying to have your your offerings to your loved ones. You know, those little critters will come and eat them up, but I think it's really used to keep the ofrenda bright, easy to find, guided by the scents, but also smell and look beautiful and feel protected. It's such an honor to build it, and I think the whole process of making the altar is like a ceremony you know i like to burn copal i like to have loved ones around me i like to even make it up i don't want to call it a party but a, yeah a celebration when actually making one the scent is often described as musky but i also think it's pretty sweet not like a rose but more like honey maybe i love the smell when it's freshly cut i think the stem and just the mistiness that kind of releases. It does have like a sweet but musky order to it. The most common reason why we use the Sempasuchil was to, to help guide the spirits to their altars, give them that extra guidance I think is important, knowing that even though they're past, that there's still a connection and that we can still somehow, you know, feel them, whether it's through their spirit or, you know, their memories, I think. Holding onto these traditions is is one way to to celebrate us as a unique culture, but also remind folks that even though we're long gone, that we're not forgotten. For centuries, Sempalsuchil, as the Aztecs named them, have been an integral part of Mexican traditions and artistic expression. They're native to Mexico, and indigenous people revere these vibrant orange flowers. They use them for rituals, medicinal applications, and celebrations, including, of course, Dia de los Muertos. Their bright orange petals are set to capture the essence of the Mexican sun. They last a long time without much maintenance, making them a great choice for altares. And they're believed to possess properties of purification. For Dia de los Muertos specifically, it is said the flowers attract the spirits of the departed, helping those celebrating to connect with their ancestors. Tell me about your traditions, and, and specifically maybe about the flower, when you go pick it out, how you pick it out, um, and then maybe some of your personal touches to, to your altar. 
every object is very unique to one person and i also like not want to say that i want to break traditions but i also you know sometimes you don't have money for the marigold sometimes you don't have certain objects to make the traditional one so i always like to step outside of that and still retain that rascuache essence to it and just make do with what you have i'm working on one right now and as you can tell it's not conventional it is an arch but it's also very much to maybe the person that i'm dedicating it to or to my style so the marigold is important whether it's made out of paper or real ones i think the intention that you're trying to create is also just as important i think that really got me into art now that i'm thinking about it i'm connecting the dots and realizing all I've ever wanted was to become an artist and build sets and having that tradition of building altars has kind of like helped me segue my career into other forms of art. Installations are some sort of beautiful sculpture. It's pretty amazing how it's helped me in my, in my career. More on these beautiful marigolds in a minute. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center presenting American Mariachi by Jose Cruz Gonzalez. It's the 1970s and women can't be mariachis. Or can they? American Mariachi is a feel-good comedy about familia, amor, and tradición that will send your heart soaring and put a bounce in your step with a wave of vibrant, infectious live music. On stage through June 9th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. Tell us about why or how the marigold lasts and what are some of the things that you would give people advice when they're picking out their marigolds or maybe even growing them. It's so exciting to have them here. We do have them in pots. We have them, you know, the cuttings. I think the way we take care of our, our marigolds, we usually grow them around September so that by around this time you're ready to harvest. There's a lot that goes into them, I think. The stuff that I've learned uh, lately has been that they're also pollinators. Uh, you water them typically once or twice a week. We've been bottom feeding a lot of them to kind of retain the moisture. The soil tends to be a little bit more compact, so bottom feeding is, is kind of how we take care of them. I always like to see how many you know stems and how voluptuous they look, but you know, as far as the ones that are growing in pots, they're all eventually going to bloom. The more light you give them, like any flower and water and attention and love and care, the more I think you'll have success with um, with growing them. Where do you find the marigolds that you grow and sell? I recently found a new 
someone that cultivates them in Santa Clarita, I believe. I forgot the name of the farm, but that's the latest one that I felt like I was like, great, I could get it from the source. But of course, you know, the flower market is another one. However, I've been learning how to grow them myself. I didn't get that much luck, but I'm, I'm very committed to maybe next year having like a bit more growing uh, just to uh, motivate folks that can't afford it. We're going through a really, really rough time. The sales of plants have gone down. I'm assuming with everything, you know, we're struggling. So empowering folks and teaching them how to to grow is really important. We hosted a few folks that will come and teach the community how to grow them, how to germinate them. Feels really nice to know that these traditions are being passed on, and it's not just about buying them. It's also like how how to grow them yourself. How are you celebrating Dia de los Muertos this year? Um, I'm actually going to be hosting a Dia de los Muertos celebration. It's going to land on the actual day, November 2nd, on a Thursday. I've actually made it a point to really use that time to bring my loved ones, my friends, but also community that doesn't have a place or doesn't have access to mobility or you know have mobility issues to come here in the neighborhood um give us a community a place to where they can yes mourn but celebrate it's totally worth going to hollywood forever going to downey i think some folks um, don't have that privilege to travel so having the space we're going to be having you know we're going to be repurposing the the props that we build for uh down the downy altar and kind of giving them like a little taste of what it is to you know to go to these big events but in a small scale it's different ways of building community sharing our experiences sharing about the people that passed away and that's always going to be something that kind of ties us together Everyone knows what loss is or has gone through uh, a loss of a dear one. And I think that it's always going to be like a common denominator. So I'm not, I don't have a, I'm not a big plant person. I'm not going to go to a plant farm and get marigolds. Where would you advise people to get their marigolds if they have access to resources? Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez has a long history of having street vendors. I mean, we're located here. But to me, it's about, like, if people come to Cesar Chavez, it's still beneficial for everybody that has a business on Cesar Chavez. We're not in competition. We're constantly saying that. I always say, el sol sale para todos. The sun comes up for everyone. And I think it's important for us to remind, like, hey, yeah, you could purchase our plants from here, but you can also support the street vendors, get some produce, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna use this opportunity to kind of highlight my neighborhood. Okay folks, that's all we've got for you today. That was Andy Soch, founder and owner of Latinx with Plants. Go check out her store on Cesar Chavez and Boyle Heights to smell the flowers or plants and find a little zen during your week. By the way, Andy is hosting a Dia de los Muertos celebration on November 2nd at the shop from 8 p.m. to midnight. They're going to have live music, DJs, crown making, and, of course, you can honor your loved ones who are not living by participating in making an ofrenda. We'll be back tomorrow. Adios. This episode was produced by Megan Patel. <laughs>
Our other team members include Erica Washington, Evan Jacoby, Victoria Alejandro, and Monica Bushman. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. 